Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas and sitting opposite me is a man who's still a little bit sore from his big marathon run, the one and only Dilruk Giant Singer. Hello, Ben. How dare you? I am flexible and I'm loving it. Uh, <laughs> listen, quick question before we bring our guest in. Yes. I want to ask you, uh, what was your diagnosis of my back issue the other day? Uh, I thought it was uh, a disc bulge towards the end. Yeah, what do you mean? What does disc bulge mean? So disc bulge is there when the disc on the final two yeah. sort of just pumps out a little bit. Like Fuck, he's got it. He's oh, got it, you, ladies you. and gentlemen. Clap <laughs> it out. I thought that's what you might have said. Yeah. I just got went to the physio on Monday and I was like, I, I, don't take this the wrong way. But as you were saying, I'm like, I'm not listening to anything you're saying because because I've seen your issues and I'm like, oh, you're not you're not, well, you're not I, professional. For, for, our, for our guests that will bring up a show, it's, I am a physio, so I've been for 20 years. <laughs> but and, you and guys... the worst example because I have so many injuries. Right, but somehow you've nailed it. You've even nailed the spot. So, and, well, I've had a similar injury. Uh, so, so. Um, so, yeah, so I went to the physio. It turns out it's that uh, it is, we'll do a big catch up about what's going on. But either way, right now I am I'm I would say ninety nine percent. I'm back. That's I'm back, good. baby. Yes. Um, so I might actually be potentially running half a marathon on Sunday, but just wow. <laughs> which is oh. a week after the first marathon. God, that's <laughs> but anyway, insane. that's a different issue. I might not do it. It's Mickey D is uh, trying to get me to do it, but don't worry about it. Folks. Do a half after the full. Yes. Why not? Have Why not? Uh, but my physio told me not to. <laughs> yeah, that's very good advice. <laughs> They're doing All a right. bulge. Like a bulge is like because you don't want a bulge to go into a prolapse. That's that's the worst thing. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about. He's not listening to you again. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, this is a very very exciting. Uh, ben, we've had uh, we've had comedians listen to our podcast. Yes. We've had people <laughs> listen to the podcast and find inspiration from it. But well, we've never had a comedian listen to a podcast and find inspiration from it. And it's so exciting that we have a very good friend of mine who we've worked together in Perth a lot. Uh, people might see her uh, more often. Play uh, the character of Famous Sharon, but right now we have Bonnie Davis. Yay! Welcome, welcome, welcome. So have welcome. I got that right? You started listening to Fitbit, like, yes. uh, from the start? When did you get involved? No, from the start, because I was in Sydney for the Sydney Comedy Festival, yep. and yes. we were going to have Ben on as a guest, but then our shows clashed. Ah, that's right. Because someone right. said, oh, yes. this guy, we were looking for guests for the Famous Sharon show, and someone was like, oh, this guy's done a podcast or something. We're like, oh, we'll get it. I had no idea what the podcast was. Yeah. yeah. And then a week after, I was in, I was staying at Tien's house in Sydney and mm. just trying to reset and be healthy. And I saw you post about the podcast. Right. And then I started listening to it. I was like, oh, yeah. that's the guy. Wow. That's the yeah. guy. And right. so that was exactly when I was just. I had cleared my schedule right. to sort out my health and I discovered Fitbit at exactly the so same time. So to put a timeline on, when was that? It would have been, what's, when Sydney? <laughs> May. So Sydney, May, May. Yeah, yeah May so 2018. May, yeah, like yeah, June, right. June kind of time last yeah, year. Yeah, because I got a message from you, I think, on Insta, which at the time I didn't realise was you because we're friends on Facebook and yeah. Twitter and stuff. <laughs> and... And then I realized, oh, no, hang on, this is Bonnie from Perth. You know what I mean? Like, And then I went, oh, no shit. Like it was just – and not to sound like dismissive of people who uh, message us and yeah. saying it's always lovely to hear, but it was just – it was the first time a fellow comic like, you it's know, said – just me and Peter Hellier, isn't it? Well, Hi, Peter. Hellier <laughs> 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 <Hellier, laughs> listens, but whether he applies it, we don't know. Well, but it, no. <laughs> he doesn't fly. Like, <laughs> well, he started running. He's, he's been doing Couch for 5K. So oh. he's, I, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. I think we were at the same thing, like, I mean, you know, about a month ago, that we were like, 
like I think I was four and he was 3.5 mm. and now I've done the five and now I'm in the, doing the six. Yeah. And, and seven, so it's just like, yeah. So he's, he's doing, he's keeping it fit. He still listens. That's, thank you, Pete. Sorry so. for that. No, but it is. Because well, I remember messaging you and being like, man, this is amazing for the comedy industry. And you're like, no other comedians listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I believe, like, what? I think it's Helia, Cody, Helia and Cody and. But Josh Earl and a couple Josh of friends um, yeah, okay. do listen. But it's quite a funny, it's, it's a lot of comedians. Um, so say if uh, there are certain comedians who drink heavily and who are overweight, who definitely, and some have actually been guests on this show, I know for 120% that they don't listen because it's very confronting. Yeah. If you're not ready to make that decision uh, to uh, then, you know, uh, take the first step forward to, um, you know, feeling a bit better or drinking less or getting healthy, you just listen to this and go, well, I feel like I'm miles behind. Yeah. So you kind of did it, I think, a great way that a lot of people that give us feedback is they say, oh, it's at the start of the journey. So we just come along with them. Mm. Yeah, right, right, right. I, I always say to people, start at the beginning. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you hear the other, and also because you guys talk way more shit now. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. Like, but at yeah. the beginning you're having so many like <coughs> insights and actual. You feel that journey, like the shift. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And I was just thinking about that a lot in terms of, you know, there's, I guess the chat has almost like evolved past that point of where someone like almost if you start here, we've moved through all those insecurities of the start. Like it's almost like at this point we're like fine tuning some of our methods rather than actually yeah. discovering going, man, I'm finding it really hard to not have fried chicken all the yeah. time. It's like now like but the truth is like, you know, for example, two weeks ago, this is 100 percent true. Twice at about midnight, I walked into 7-Eleven with the foot. Per- absolute purpose of buying ice cream but then i walked out with a banana like you know yeah, just, like, yeah. just tiny tiny little changes are happening but that doesn't make sense to the version of us me and ben at the start of the year do you know what i mean yeah. that start of the year person would have just gone yeah just fucking eat the ice cream yeah have fun with it and, and also like instead of seeing everything as a gigantic uh wall so now it's like you know some could say you know with the metaphor you break down the wall but then also it allows you to learn different things so like people always you know like i had a listener approach me at the gym i said well what are some of your favourite bits now of the show considering, you know, you've kept it up, you creep you back on, now you're trying to do something else. I said, oh, it's when someone gives us a pearl of wisdom. So it's like, oh, I always say the Glenn Robbins one with, uh, with the Wim Hof method. I've been doing that for yeah, nearly two months yeah, yeah. now. And, and that has just been a, like a game changer for me because it actually really levels me out mentally. And I would never have considered doing that until he came on and then talked about it and then afterwards message him and, and just hear about how it works. And yeah. I think if we were at the start of our journey where it's just like, oh, how are we ever going to get fit and healthy? How are we ever going to run yes. a marathon? It just would be, be too much. Right. And, and even using the word journey, I think we're finally accepting using <laughs> yeah. that as well. <laughs> so give us your journey. So what's the backstory there? What was uh, so uh, weight and weight issues have been something that you've been uh, working through most of your life, or did it happen um, at a certain point? Do you know, like I was actually accidentally skinny when I was in high school, and I didn't know. And heroin. Then- what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's Perth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, exactly. sorry to uh, upset the brand yeah. of Northbridge. <laughs> We're much more up, up. Yeah. Um, it really is amazing what a train track can do. <laughs> you really cross that bridge, Northbridge, and go, what the fuck happened? Especially after 10 o'clock at night. Mandra. You just meant no, no, Northbridge. Well, a friend of mine just bought in, in uh, out in Mandra. <laughs> Cheap house. 
Actually, Coburn's quite nice. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting? Like a friend of mine's just bought two properties. And it is sorry, it is so cheap. If you if you want to move back to Perth now, it is crazy. You get a three bedroom house, like in a beautiful, wait, a decent. Have you guys got sponsorship? Is this no. What of my one of my best friends is from Perth, and he's obsessed with property, and like he's been sending me like for last. Last so many months, he's like, check out this one. Look, 275000 only 20Ks down at Perth. You know, look at this. You know, it's, and all of them are like mortgagee sales because, you know, as bad as it is in Perth, you know, housing's dropped like something like 40%. It's insane. Yeah. So you just go like... It, it's, are you going to get your money back? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 you will. But it's... <laughs> I reckon you're right, Bonnie. He might be on. He might be on the dollar. Okay. So, anyway, listen to so propertyreport.com.au. Accidentally skinny in um, high school. Oh well, like I mean, like I never really thought about my weight much, mm. and then um, I and my I used to get teased for being skinny. Oh. By my friends. Were you sporty? <laughs> Uh, I started playing hockey, mm. um, and yeah, I just didn't. I just never really thought about it much. All boys, all girls. I mean, not all boys. Uh, mixed coed or mi- all girls. mixed, <laughs> yeah. mixed. But I remember realizing I was skinny when I looked. At, I saw myself in bike shorts, and I was like, "Oh, I look good in them." Like, yeah, I've always been a little dumpy kid. That right? Oh, so right. You so know, you started like, with being dumpy, and then dumpy. suddenly you're like, "Oh fuck, I'm oh, yeah, okay." Yeah, but not like super dumpy. But you know, all the other girls. Like, if there was kiss chasey, I would protect the girls from. Being kissed, Do you know, I was the security guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, like, the, that was the, my role. <laughs> you're in front of the the rope, the rope at the nightclub. <laughs> Come on, mate, step back. Yeah, no guys ever wanted to date this guy, um, girl, right, whatever. Right. Um, and so then when I started like getting boobs and you know be, and like lost weight and I just grew into myself. Right. Um, but then when year 11, 12, I started like drinking full things of Diet Coke and eating junk food to just get through assignments. Yeah. Or totally. Understand. Like, totally like stress relief kind of thing. Yeah. yeah and I put on a little bit of, I just wasn't as skinny, but I still, I never didn't notice. Um, and then I went straight into full-time work when I left school. And that's Doing when what? I, um, I got a job at an arts festival. Okay. It was like a really good job. Hmm. It was an accident. My whole life's been an accident. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, this is the word keeps popping out. It's like constantly an accident. But yeah, I got that really good job. But then suddenly I was working full time and eating like really rich lunches. And I would buy a chocolate every day, either for the competition or for the chocolate, just because I was so bored. Do you know of being in an office? Oh, yeah. I was yeah. 17. But you're working in an arts festival. Isn't that the go-to Oh, drink? no, no. It was amazing, but it was like full on. You know, yeah. I was working 12-hour days. Sorry? You finished high school at 17? Or eight. Yeah, you finished. Yeah, back yeah, then. Oh, usually 18. Oh, wow. No, no, oh, no 17, no, 18 in, if in it's Perth. young. Like my finished at 17, which was a yeah. nightmare because in year 12, everyone can go drinking yeah. and cheek <laughs> out. <laughs> like it's, yeah. They've changed it now, but it used to be 17. Okay. So, yeah. So <clears> then it's sort of, again, so it snuck up on you. So it's not been like a, it was not like a thing that you would dealing with in high school necessarily yeah. was just there yeah. but not an issue no and I didn't yeah. even I mean oh, this is going to be sad but I didn't even realize it was an issue mm. until actually I there were two things that I that happened one my mum offered me uh $500 she was going to wipe the debt I had with her if I mm. lost weight Oh, and I thought that was awesome, and I went yeah. into work, and I was like, "Guess what, Mum's offered." And there was a woman there that went, "That is not good." Right, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that was when I was like, oh, is there something wrong with me?'" Like, Hang I on. never thought. When you about say that's that. not good, what did you mean by that? Is it uh, not good that your mum's reinforcing the idea? Yeah, or, it's right. not good that the lady at the office said, "Oh, that's not." 
good that she's done that. Right. And well, then I, that was when I was like, oh. And that's and that's apparent. Uh, not a, like a breaking point is a strong oh, word to use, but yeah, she didn't but know. it's just that thing when you lead up, you lead up and go, oh, I don't know what to do anymore. Mm. And that's when you start like because when you start putting money on it, yeah, uh, and then you're associating to losing weight with money, it's it's not healthy. And she's hang on, this, what do you? <laughs> it's do you it's different. It's different. It's different. But for a parent, like you sure. can't, you cannot. Like I, I totally <laughs> gonna, get that. Yeah, yeah. As a parent, like you I would, because even then with the, with the fast eight hundred that I'm doing with Maya, you know, we're really careful. Maya, your wife, if any uh, listeners haven't. Uh, yeah. So my partner, know. not my wife, but. Um, <laughs> But, uh, living in sin. Uh, the, uh, we, we're just very careful around the twice kids. at least yeah. without marriage. The, so uh, enjoy hell. The enjoy. I don't think we'll ever get married. Um, I'm uh, a celebrant. I can sort of. Oh, really? It's spring. She'll never be on the podcast. <laughs> She'll never be on the podcast. Um, no, but we were saying just being conscious around kids, and then yeah. especially because how old were you then? I was seventeen. Seventeen. Now you're still a teenager. Yeah, I might like, have been eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. Like, 18. yeah, even though you're going to adulthood, you're very impressionable. And if your no, mum says, "Hey, hey, let's talk about cleaning the dead," and then because uh, I've heard about that, parents do that with their kids uh, when they know they're dabbling in drugs, which again has the opposite effect. Yeah, we'll oh, really? clean your debt, right? And then if you don't just put the bong in the bin. Anyway, mm. it didn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've heard of it. It uh, happened to me. <laughs> did, uh, did you have to have the chat with your parents about the drugs? Uh, no, no, uh, Mike, because yeah. I was never, I was never heavy. You're, you're Dutch. And, no, not really that Dutch, but it's, I think, uh, uh, like they said, you, you work it out yourself. Yeah, like, right. It's that thing where it's like, you know, and, but you have to have confidence in your, in your child as well. Like my daughter is, like I've been doing swimming and stuff, and it's also the thing where I was like, I don't want to be overbearing with her getting better, but I want her to know I'm on her side. Yeah. So um, you go to work. Can I just picture? Is it an uh, how how old? How much older is the person who tells you this is not a good uh, idea? She was like forty, so she would have been twice yeah. the age of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. 45. And then what? Did, she said no good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was just like, "That's not good. That's not." And I just didn't. Did you? Did she explain why? Not really. She just said, "I would never do that." And, and actually, can I just say a disclaimer? My mum is amazing. Yes, like she's an amazing woman. And also, and we should she sort just of say, know was, how to talk right? About it. And also, just like it's not—it comes from a good place. Oh, she totally. Yeah. But it's yeah. very harmful, and probably might not realize that it's harmful because it's like—I think I've, I've said on this pod that my brother once said to me, he "Goes, oh man, if you lost weight, you look great." As mm. it, what he meant was to motivate me to kind of go, but all it did was reinforce an idea that while I'm fat, I'm not. Looking good. Which makes you yeah. more emotional than you want to eat. eat you more. don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which we now, like now have understood is, you know, a difficult, but it's not like my brother's a bad person. He was completely on my side at the time. Yeah. So, and so then when she says this is not good, do you be kind of annoyed at her going, fuck off, let me try this? Oh, at first I was ecstatic and then that happened at the office. And then I actually asked one of my friends, I was like, am I, am I, would you say that I'm overweight? And she mm. went, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, right. Because I've always had boobs and bum, and because right. I was a bit of a like a stocky kid when I was little, it, I didn't think too much yeah. of it. And I actually really do love my body a lot. Right, right. Yeah. And so at this time as well, you were like fairly positive about your, your look and stuff. And were yeah. you being active? Um, no. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. No, like I. I no, because that's another thing that we've learned as well. That you know, just because someone's you know bigger doesn't necessarily mean they're unhealthy. Mm. And just because someone's skinny doesn't mean that they're healthy. I probably was unhealthy, and then but I I was fine for twenty four hours, and then I realized that suddenly I felt 
horrible about myself and I'd never felt that way before. Oh. So it's like, like that, a realisation. After the after the realisation. Oh. Yeah. And then I actually punched the window out of my car and I decided I was going to move out of my house. Wait, what the fuck you, just happened? Yeah, like I... Did you break just, the window? Yeah, I broke the window in my car by accident. Uh, I was just wait, really what? angry. You said the That's word accident. I don't think this is, <laughs> this is the first time... This is the first time you said the word accident that I don't think was correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what That's are you, really hard to be able to break a car window. Do you know, I was the strongest girl in my primary school, so... Well, probably in the whole fucking state. <laughs> at the, wait, you punched... You are on meth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Most meth addicts punch into the car. Yeah. I was you, in. I was in the car. You were already broken out. into. Just, just to save you, answer, funny. Just be careful when you lean back too much. That's how Dill broke the chair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just, be, just be careful because that's yeah. literally the exact same way he broke the chair. Yeah. So, uh, uh, which which is an episode you wouldn't have heard yet because yeah. Uh, yeah, it happens so mid, mid, on, on air. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think our listeners at this point would have heard that. I, yeah. But um, wow, wait, what the fuck? Ben, are we? Uh, did she punched. I, 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 that's, you seem more normal. Why are you normal? Well, I, I'm, I'm not normal because I find, it, I find it hard to. <laughs> I believe you, but I also it's very unbelievable because it is very I didn't hard punch to punch. Through, I just cracked it. Okay, so there we go. So that that's, that changes it. Okay, <laughs> no. Because you can crack it if you hit it yeah, in a particular yeah. point. Because right. they, they, they have to shatter in a certain way. They can't because they break off. It was like a big crack. It was like a tiny stone, my fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is, so to you be went... able to go all the way through, no. it, you just can't do that. Because it, it, the way the car's built, it would shatter. Yeah. Usually, but yeah. So. Okay. Wait. <laughs> so then and then also knuckles. We're going because uh, uh, as someone who has never been punched or punched anyone, <laughs> this is really scary. I mean, Ben's I've been never trying. punched anyone. <laughs> I don't know I, how you I, just left. I, I have no, no, but punched. like, yeah. So do you go knuckles like as in like a normal punch or is it like side fist? I just, I was just. I was just angry. And It'd I have just to be side. The yeah, window. not front. Okay. Not yeah, front. front. The front. Oh, so the, the, the windshield. The windshield. The windshield. <laughs> oh god, oh, that's god. which so actually weird. makes more sense from bigger surface area, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, because well, if you're here, you think you just go bang <laughs> yeah, right yeah, on, the, on side. the side, like you go, oh, I hate it. I hate the way I feel. Oh my god, and then bang. <laughs> but to go, oh, I hate the way I feel, and then punch forward because it's a fair distance. Do you know what I mean? Because you got the console oh, in no, front of you. Oh no, it's a tiny Ford Escort. It was so a tiny Ford Escort. Car. Okay, so so old car. Yeah, okay. So you you're kind of punching up, really, because yeah. punching here you're not going to get that much. You'd have to punch up to be able wow. to make the crack. Wow, but that I, okay. As much as we're dilly like like giggling about it as well, that also gives a great sense of how much you would have been I, I angry. I was going to move like, out. I was like, oh, so actually, this is it. Was a really where did the anger? What was the anger from? So anger at mum, anger at yourself, anger at the. Oh, it's probably everything. Day? I don't really remember. That and much. I remember you... talking to her, and then she was so upset. Like she's still, if I mention it now, like poor mum. Yeah, she, but, yeah. Her, like she, her face goes kind of ashen, and she's like, "It's the biggest mistake I've ever made mm. as a parent." Like she, mm. yeah, yeah, feels sure. horrific. But in saying that, she food policed me a few weeks ago, and I had to talk to her about it. <laughs> like oh. I was like, oh, "Yeah, you can't. Like old habit stuff." <laughs> <laughs> but but she just doesn't. She's always been skinny. So can she, you explain food police? Like uh, as in in this particular instance, what what happened? Yeah, she we were at we were at a theater show and she was going to the place to get food or you know, mm. candy bar or whatever. And she said, "Do you want anything?" And I went, "Ah, 
Maltesers, yeah. thanks. And uh, she went, how about something savoury? Oh! <laughs> I said, why even ask me, Mum? Yeah. yeah. I would have I would have loved it if you just twisted it and went, uh, what would you like? Uh, I'd like some Maltesers. Okay, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> I'm actually calling the cops. <laughs> She's going to punch something. <laughs> yeah. So, so the anger was just a whole bunch of things in that moment, just sort of. Yeah, and, then... and I was probably disappointed. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. a first big disappointment in my life, other than about, failing your twelve. Yeah. About your body, like that's the thing. You've been yeah, so yeah. so positive about it, and then suddenly it just hits you like a ton of bricks. So yeah. this was f- how long after your mum made the bed thing uh, did you do the punching? Oh, it was we, like in the next twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah, it was like wow. But it's also a lot to take. Like I, I don't think we've come across anyone who just then suddenly realizes that they're overweight. Like that's a real shift. Like, do you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. people yeah. see it gradually go, oh, I'm a bit from you, oh, I'm not fitting in these pants. But to go from from one, like, zero yeah. to 100 and go, wow, I miss now. Yeah. It's really confronting. Right. And, and also that I love being in control of things. So suddenly I felt out of control. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. And so my body's probably the thing I can't perfect. Control. Yeah. Yeah. yeah control yeah. in some way. I don't know. Wow. Okay. So did you move out? No, no. I nah. just went and talked to mum. Um, and I was like, damn it, that's going to cost me so much money. Yeah, yeah. The uh, windshield was more than 500 bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, the, yeah, in fact, it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And as soon as I spoke to mum, you know, she felt yeah, terrible. Sure. Like it was yeah. just, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, you'd know as anyone, Ben, like, you know, you're, you're just trying to do the best you can, but sometimes you get it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. It's, and, and, but I think that's also like as a, as a parent, like it's also trial and error. Mm. Right. Like, because where is your dad at home here in this situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I always look look at that like at least with your mum you're like I made a horrible mistake but then she can turn to dad and go oh how did you think about this how did you feel mm. about this but nowadays if I like look at like a single mum who then has to maybe go with a daughter who's struggling with her weight and her appearance and doing it on your own like that that alone will be like am I making the right decisions am I supporting her the right way yeah like now at least you have the internet and there are online forums but I just think about like you know some of mum's friends back in the day where it's like how do you how did how did you do that yeah. Like how did you and, you, and you take a punt and you go, I'm not always going to get it right. No. But then, you know, mm. so so you turn 18. Yep. You realise this change. What happens then? Uh, actually, well, it's funny because I think people at my office were also aware that I was putting on weight. Mm. Um, and also because I, I, anyway, I didn't, because I like my body, I don't really notice <coughs> as much. Do you mm-hmm. know, like it took me a while to... The, There's no shame attached to <clears throat> your body at this. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. almost like you're like, oh, this is, I have big boobs. It's like you ate the apple from the forbidden tree, but it wasn't an apple. It was a burger. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't get over <laughs> I can't get over this, this, the rapid change. Like, to go from one day, I feel yeah. great with my body. Like, I feel great to now I don't. But don't you like, because I've heard you guys talk about it too, where, you know, you would put on clothes and be like, I look good. Even when you're, yeah. like, you know, most days I often feel good right. about how I look. Even yeah. like, I've put on 40 kilos since starting comedy. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's not. Because how tall are you? <laughs> Same as us. Uh, 163. Yeah, that's short. <laughs> Jesus. So, so, no, 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 because we're, we're in the 180s. So we've got an extra 20, 20 centimetres I'm on. so sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he means well. Yeah, I do mean well. Uh, please don't punch this window. <laughs> no, no, no. But if, <laughs> you're short and 40 kilos. Fuck, you're fat. <laughs> I just suddenly realise I'm short. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm short. <laughs> You can't reach that apple on the tree. Jesus, Ben. 
<laughs> That's why I never ate it. <laughs> so, so no, but then in the, the, Mac, 80s, the Macca's counter was closer, so it was one, easier one, to grab that. One, it's one sixty-three, actually. But then for a woman, that's not that. True. I always associate. <laughs> All right, backpedal, champ. Yeah, how's, how's the kilometers on your watch now? Is your backpedaling? <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like the shorter you are, the more weight you put on, the harder it is. Like, you, yeah. like it's, it's more visible. Well, my starters. legs are very tiny too. Like my oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually, actually, it might contribute to like my upper body is quite long, so when I put on weight, it spreads out. Right, right, right. I don't right. know. Like yeah, I, yeah, I can yeah. hide it. Like it, I don't. Yeah, okay. It doesn't feel like I've put on forty kilos. When did you start comedy? How long uh, have you been doing comedy? Uh, Two thousand eight. Right. So, and then say twenty eighteen is when you decided to make. So across eight, uh, ten years. Yeah. You reckon forty kilos? Yeah, it's right. just like every festival you put on five kilos, and then gotcha. you know, easy. like yeah. easy. Yeah, it just without even. Well, ten year comedy. Well, that's four kilos per year, which is not crazy. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah, you can see how that incremental thing can. Especially doing the festivals. If you're doing the festivals regularly oh, and doing yeah. one or two, three, yeah. Oh, and <laughs> even just the Perth comedy scene. Like we used to go out for food every night. After yeah. Dinner. Like we'd What's go. What's that moon? Well, the moon cafe. Moon cafe. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And they do heaps of vegan healthy stuff now, but they did not. The, <laughs> the moon then. cafe. It's like a twenty. Is it twenty four hours or it's uh, very okay. late? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like a good spot to go near the Brisbane Hotel. But um, so where are we in the timeline uh, so, at this point? Yeah. So then um, anyway, I didn't really do much about it, but my the people at my office must have been like thinking the similar things that my – or maybe mm-hmm. – what, yeah. what a great place to be, <laughs> like of all places to be at a workplace, like being an arts festival environment is quite supportive. Oh, it's very like, liberal, Very yeah. unique. <laughs> like, like in any other workplace you probably wouldn't get that. It'd be sort yeah. of a bit more sniggering going, oh, God, look at her. She's no, that's on the so true, they, But then you're like, oh, yeah. you can be the person you want to be. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, like I saw a meme where someone said, you're not fat, you're beautiful. And the reply is like, bitch, I'm both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I think is true. That's Some people so have that attitude of you're either one or the other. You know, you can be both. It's yeah. just, you know. It's, well, the, uh, Sophie Hagen, who do yes, you follow her? Yes, from Dan- Denmark. Yeah, because she yeah. says that's actually fat phobia of you're like, you're looking so much better now. It's right. like going, you look terrible before. Right. Which I've never, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's a it's, whole other world that's of a, stuff there. That's one that I wrestle with a lot because yeah. I think even on this part I've mentioned where even though between Jan 1st, 2018 and Jan 1st, 2019, uh, I'd lost 30 kilos from end to end. But in the middle, there was a 35 kilo drop at one point. So I've, my brain was focusing on the fact that I put on more mm. weight rather than lost, uh, like the, the total amount I lost was 30, which is exciting. Instead, I'm focused on the tra- trajectory, which I saw you post a thing from James Clear's, oh, uh, which, yes. which we need to talk about, the habit yeah. forming, well, which, is, I, uh, I, uh, which is essentially where he said that um, it doesn't matter where you're, position is at the moment if you're a millionaire and you're spending more than you earn your trajectory is bad yes. whereas if you're a broke person and you're saving you're actually on a better trajectory so there's ways to look at your life in that sort of what's ahead of me totally. and then feel <clears throat> gratification even though it doesn't feel right right like you're feeling good now do you know what i mean yeah like saying okay i am overweight but hey at least i'm walking more these days yeah that's a win you should celebrate that as a win yeah what yeah. were you say? No, 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 but it's the same. So at the moment now, I've lost, maybe since I'm doing the fast, fast 800, I've lost four kilos. Now, back then when we lost a lot of weight at the start, people would go, hey, you're looking, uh, you're looking amazing, mm. right? And you're like, oh, well, because I look fat before. Mm. But the, the compliments comment, change because because I'm towards you know, getting closer to my goal weight. So it's a bit more visible. But now I've been getting, oh, you look fitter. 
Yeah. Which is a, which is an interesting one because it's like, oh, actually, yeah, you haven't lost that much weight, but the, the weight that you've lost now makes you look fitter. And I think think that that terminology is actually a lot better to use than you yeah. look better. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think that that's a, another big chat as well because I'm really struggling with that idea of – because I won't lie, I love the compliments. Yeah, yeah, but it's dangerous yeah. because what it's saying to your brain or yourself is that as long as you lose weight, you are you have valued. Value. Yes. We said it at the same <laughs> time, right. Yeah. But you need to try and find that self-worth from, from, from within rather than having to outsource it to other people. Yeah, and, and we've, t- t- we've, we've talked about that a lot in the past that I always continue doing it. From outwards, I expected it from my partner. It wasn't until I started doing it myself. Brad, Brad Oaks said, you know, one of the reasons he put back the weight on initially after his big drop was that he just stopped getting complimented. And he's such an ego. Like, he yeah. wanted that. He was feeding off that Then you need to idea. have that massive heart attack. <laughs> 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 so, it's true, but it's so brutal. He's going really well still, which is great. Um, so... Where, so then, then uh, oh, so they they actually got me running. So I did. Yeah. I did some running. I did a my first ten k when I was. So I think I naturally lost a bit of weight. Yeah. But I wasn't weighing myself or really noticing. Right. But they were my office buddies were just trying to positively. They were like, "Hey, have you ever thought about doing a ten k thing?" Mm. And I, it's only recently that I've realized, oh, they were trying to help me, but yeah. they did it the right way because right. they were just role modeling for me. So, yeah. can you so for that might be something that would be valuable for our listeners. Mm-hmm. What did you What do you reckon was the quote-unquote right way for you in that moment? Um, it was how, how did they approach it? Um, well, I can't remember the exact terms or the words, but basically it was like, hey, I do this stuff all the time. You should totally come do it sometime. You'd love it. Right. Or, you know, I'd love it. You should just test it out. And I was like, oh, I can't run. And they're like, no, it's really easy. I'll give you a training program if you want. Like all you have to do is walk around the lake for 30 minutes every right, day. Right, right. And then they just started – and then they ran with me a couple of times. Right. And lovely. built me up. It was really lovely. It That's was really super sweet. lovely. And they were, they're super fit. They're still running marathons. <laughs> I think they did the Melbourne Marathon oh, on the weekend. Oh, cool. Yeah. So tell me this then. Um, then Linda. you start doing Thank comedy. You, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Linda. Thanks, Linda. Um, so you start doing uh, comedy and then it starts to sneak up on you. Is there like well, boozing actually, and stuff like I that? I moved to London and I lost like 15 kilos without even thinking about it. That's wow. what I mean by like I don't really notice normally. Like oh. I, I just, I'm an accidental. Like move I, to London. Most people do the opposite. Yeah, totally. Mm. Like London, all that food, all those calories. Is it walking? Um, I did some running, but I was just eating soup, salads, and sandwiches. Like Because you're just, broke. Yeah, well, and also it was, I didn't know how to cook. So You're a short broke. <laughs> <laughs> food, glorious food. I can't afford it. Well, like, also, like, and I was drinking a lot, though, and, like, I was – but I just I just couldn't cook, so I would just make yeah. salads all the time. Right and so on. I'd eat a whole bowl of salad, but it's mostly greens. Like, okay, okay. It was pretty uh, – It's my life But I put moment. cheese in it. Like, I always put yeah, cheese in it. Right, so right. I thought I was being, like – bit naughty yeah but and so I some, came, yeah. again but it was not a conscious again it was just kind of it was, it was all happening very much on a natural level yeah so then with the comedy but the weight putting on that happens as well gradually and not noticeably not noticeably right. and then i realized last year because i play famous sharon she's a character so she's very famous for nothing at all and right. she has her own wardrobe like she has way more wardrobes than i do yeah she's got a face on a fucking tights yeah <laughs> 
Maybe Can we quickly talk about <laughs> Ben? Uh, apparently, you this like this, is this the first time you're meeting Bonnie, but yeah. you've met famous Sharon? Yes, yes. <laughs> so yes. can you tell us what happened there? Because you guys almost started to tell me. I'm like, save it for the pod. No, I was uh, working on uh, what was it called? Again? The Danny Minogue. Oh, da- yeah, dance, dance boss. I was working dance on a show boss. called Dance Boss, and I was doing uh, the one, dance spots. Uh, dance boss. 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 Okay. Uh, which uh, to this day is one of the uh, funniest shows. Danny Minogue. I love Danny Minogue. It was actually really fun working with her because we dance a lot on stage, and I do a lot of uh, emceeing the room. However, the stage was really high, and so the audience was down really low. And before I bring on. Uh, a body is there was a, there was where it was people from the workplace like so like SES workers or people from McDonald's and then they'd all come together and f- the amateur dancers they form a dance group right uh, and then they dance it was pretty much the voice but dancing anyway it was doomed from the start right? <laughs> so, because they tried it was like a mix of like the voice and then hey hey it's Saturday and they had sound effects and when was this has it gone to air yeah it's gone to air like it it got absolutely uh, pooned like it just it didn't it didn't work. <laughs> So, um, so anyway, so we're doing this, and I remember them because these people were, like dancing, and I remember once, uh, like four people, you see them on the screen, four people like sort of do this dance stuff and go one way, and then only three people come back because <laughs> one of them fell off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> and when you see the footage, that, good, <laughs> pop, that is good entertainment. It's great entertainment. It, it fell on, it fell on a, um, <laughs> this one guy. It fell on a guy in a wheelchair. It was brutal, <laughs> right? Like it was just brutal. <laughs> Anyway, so um, anyway, so we're doing it. And this is like yeah. another TV, and the shoots were going along. And then uh, this woman, dolled up with glasses, <laughs> just starts yelling at me. <laughs> like, I don't know. How would you just? Hello, hi, I'm Ben. I'm famous Sharon. And I just went, who the fuck is this? Uh, can you describe Sharon's <laughs> costumes? The big uh, glasses are what? Big pink? massive glasses, like diamante glasses. And I kind of diamantes. Oh, they don't do diamantes. Um, anyway, it was just in my. F- uh, and I was already. It was Fe- already. Fe- is there feathers sometimes? Oh, There's a feather boy. Yeah. There's lots of. It's like very sequined sparkle. I did. Sorry. Girl. No, no, but I was just trying to keep the thing. And then you said something like, "It's okay if you want to get me on stage, we can do a thing." And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, "Fuck." Absolutely not. <laughs> like, absolutely not. Like, I'm looking going, I don't know who you are. You seem familiar. You knew my name. I couldn't put two or two. You're like, when, oh, when and was you go, this? Had, is this during, like, post-Fitbit? Like, this is, it, no, this is post-Sydney Comedy Festival. So I'm pretty sure we had shows opposite each oh, so other. Yeah, 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 yeah. This so, is last year? Yeah. Last year, uh, That's yeah, what yeah, I'm looking at. Like, yeah. This is within, like, so, yeah. because, uh, because I've got 101 things going, I just didn't put two and two together. So in my head, I'm like, listen here, crazy. <laughs> 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 okay. It's great. I know you want to get on stage. It ain't happening because we need to get through. Tim and Maddox about to do his dance for the fifth time. Like, like it was. So, so- what, Bonnie, what, what's, what's your side of the story? Were you meant to be there? It's so funny because this is like a week after comedy festival, but I was staying in town to do some gigs or something. I don't know. And then I was just taking her out. So. We photobombed sunrise in the morning. It yeah. was like did just fun, you know, because yeah, in Perth so there's no TV shows. Right. And if Sharon was in Sydney, she would go to everything. That's right, what she'd right, do. Right. So I was like, well, let's just take her out. Yeah. And then um, and then I didn't realise you were going to be at Dance Boss, but I just started listening to Fitbit. And I was like, Ben! <laughs> <laughs> but I was also... But as Sharon. As Sharon. But I was also like, hello, dolls. But I was thinking in my head, I'm not crazy. I'm not going to fuck anything up for you. Like, yeah, do you know, yeah, like, yeah. sometimes yeah, those people will steal I'll trust the show me. off. Like, There's so many other people doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, so amazing. I wanted to be like, 
here if you need, but also whatever. Like, yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. I remember was... at the end I had a I had a tea towel for Danny Minogue that said too famous to do the dishes. Oh, and that's right. And that, I was like, oh, does could you give this to me? You were like, I can't. <laughs> you just went, you just looked at me and just went, I can't. I can't. Because <laughs> they were, they were, And then she they came were... over and got it anyway. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, that's, what? Okay. Yeah, she yeah. was. I, I, I have to be like, and I work across a lot of those reality shows. Danny, you know, was absolutely amazing. She, she, she was absolutely amazing, and she didn't falter. She barely stuffed up. She knew what she was doing. She was. She, and I said to her just recently, she's one of the few talent who actually got, does 120 percent of rehearsals. Most people mm. just walk in and go, but 120 percent, like you were selling it down the camera, right? And then those records were so long because of the way it was set up. Because mm. then it was like you had to do the big reveal, and then the had dances and they had costume changes, but the audience didn't have a seat. And this is what blows oh, my mind away. So they were meant to dance along. No, and then stop and just stand there for oh, six hours. No. So by the end, to even get anything out of these people, they were broken. But right. there was one person who wasn't broken, <laughs> and it was Sharon. <laughs> Yeah. Famous Sharon had her own little hype crew down in there, yeah, like, dad, yeah. just roving and chatting and yeah. making everyone laugh. You were, you were good, and you were, and, and you were in the family and friends section, which is sometimes really hard to hype up because they don't think that they're part of the show because they're under the the boom. And yeah, um, I, I do remember that very. Do you remember the show I did for Sharon uh, about two or three yes, festivals ago with Dolly Diamond? Yeah. yeah, and uh, me and Dolly Diamond and Dolly, she's she's what quite tall. She'd yeah, be like she's what six two maybe, and she's quite big. And she and this was at my peak. Wait as well, and you had an inflatable sofa <laughs> on the stage that we, she and I had to sit on, and by the end of the show, that sofa was deflated. Which Do you remember? Actually, yeah, yeah. Is that it, on purpose? It, it, it broke really early on, and we're like, "This is great." It's so like <laughs> it was so two funny. fatties just fl- falling into this couch. <laughs> and, oh man, we still talk about it. So, how do you find that for you in terms of that idea of body image? Uh, shifting from Bonnie and then being Sharon, do you find there was like a different way? You because Sharon is like you create the narrative in its entirety. Like I mean, every one of us do with our lives, but with mm. with Sharon, you get to go. Oh, I can stand behind sunrise, you mm. know, and do all these <clears throat> crazy things because that's Sharon. That's not Bonnie. Yeah. Did you find there was a come some kind of freedom in terms of that body acceptance as well? Um. Is yeah. there is there clothes that Sharon would wear that Bonnie wouldn't wear? We, if that makes sense. Yeah. Actually, like she. She wears much tighter stuff, but right. now I've started wearing tighter stuff too. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, she looks fucking amazing. And for people like, who don't know that, Sharon is out there. Like, Sharon is out there. She's, she's famous, famous Sharon, she's two fa- R's, one of them silent. Look her up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make like, her more famous, so that, please, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Like, and so in picturing that, that, that she would feel very comfortable in whatever she wears. Yeah. Right. Or oh, do you know, it was interesting when I lost the 10 kilos last year, People started noticing and commenting on her photos. They were like, you're fading away. What's happening? Like her fans started freaking out. And I had to release a video from her saying, Dolls, I'm doing this because I love my body, not because I hate my body. Like to reframe it. I remember that video. That's what I want to talk about as to why why as the character, what did you find? First of all, their freedom in terms of the clothing and stuff Mm. like that. And so that's nice to know that that seeped into real life going, yeah, fuck it. I can, you know. Yeah, it kind of did, but do you know? Because you said on Fitbit that you did therapy, mm-hmm. and I was actually, I'm like, I've I've had a really full on big year, but it's been a really good year. But mm-hmm. it's been very like up and down, like really high, like major highs and major lows. Like, right. Just a lot of there's a lot 
of change happening all the time. Okay. Is um, that is that something you've <clears throat> dealt with a lot or just last year was a lot of up and down? It's not like uh, a... It's kind of a constant of my life, I think. Okay. You know, like if you're... If but can you give... Grow, a, oh, you don't have to, but can you give an example of one of those things? Um, oh, yeah. So Famous Sharon got two major advertising campaigns. So right. she's all over uh, all the buses and yeah. she's everywhere in Perth right now. Um, and then at the same time... My company that I run, Jello, we unboring things is what we do. Mm. Um, we were struggling to keep my stuff. Like the yep. cash flow was like, yep. so we're having these massive wins. And then we got a massive contract, but then we need more staff mm-hmm. to service the contract. And then. Well, there's one thing know, about being a performer, weird, like, but then running a quite, business yeah, as well is yeah. very stressful. Yeah. It's yeah. not a long-term plan. So, I'll always own Jello, I think, but I won't yeah. run it. So you're having up and downs and you're saying something about therapy? Yeah, because you said, but I was feeling like professionally quite strong at that point because mm-hmm. I've been working myself a lot with my business, mm-hmm. um, but I couldn't kick my next 10 kilos. So I kept losing five, then putting it back on, losing five and putting it back on ever since the 10 kilos last year. Right. And I'm trying to get 40 kilos down. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. well, this is not, wor- something's wrong. Yeah. Right. And you said, oh, therapy was the thing that fixed it for me or that shifted things, not just the podcast. And so I started doing therapy and it blew my mind because I feel very confident and I almost have to be professionally confident all the time. Right. But I really realised that I didn't love myself at all like famous Sharon does. Yeah. So actually she was projecting a version of myself that I would have liked. Right. But actually I felt like an imposter with my own friends because I have amazing friends. You know, all my friends have been working in – you know, like, look at you guys. Like, even the fact that I even know you deal. Like, that's crazy. Do you know, like, yeah. um, my friends are killing it on international stages. Like, even my creative arts friends, not just my comedy friends. People I know are incredible. So I felt like, well, I'm not good enough. Like, I'm boring. Right, right, right. I'm, I've never felt very <clears> – <throat> comedy was an accident. Everything in my life has been an accident. So mm-hmm. I just had that real imposter syndrome. Right. But I actually – didn't realise that I had because I've been working so much. I hadn't stopped to actually look at myself personally. Yeah. So I had to really shift a lot of that. Which, around. and some could say, <clears throat> and it seems to be a bit, for an artist, that's a good problem to have. Like when you when you do have that work and then you are working, but then and then you take stock and then you're like, oh no, am I really doing what I want to do? Mm. You know, well, do yeah. I deserve to be here? Like for people who aren't comedians or artists, it's it's hard to comprehend what that is until you actually experience it. Yeah. And when you do, it is extremely confronting. And I play a character who's famous for nothing, and I'm yeah. like, that's just me. I've got nothing. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. oh, I can't imagine the two things in that chat just then. One thing is like I remember was first I think it was first session with my therapist, uh, and I was like, oh, she's crazy because she said to me, she's like, oh, you're not confident, and I was like, well, sh- what is she talking about? Like mm. I'm one of the most totally. confident people that, um, you know, I, like I think I might have just like done this ma- massive gig in my career and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like she goes, no, that's bravado. That's 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 charisma and charm. You got that. That's fine. But actual confidence deep down liking yourself, you don't like, you're not confident enough because you don't, that's why you drank so much is to mask those fears. That's why you eat so much is because you don't actually believe that you're worthy of those Good feelings. Mm. You outsource it to the audience to let you know that you're feeling good Did, about yourself. I saw a great quote about confidence the other day. Something like confidence means you trust yourself, and I was like, right. "Oh, that's good." Because mm. like rather than trusting other people, yeah, and totally. Yourself, and the thing like, about imposter syndrome is is uh, something I'm always fascinated about because I have it constantly, and it turns out 
lot of people do, no matter what state of hey, your career you're in. Like CEOs, you know, like it's yeah, unbelievable, and some it. yeah. and you can use it as a driving force because that <clears throat> then keeps you working hard but it shouldn't be that debilitating feeling of oh i'm shit because mm. no one has realized i'm shit yet so i better work hard it's like every year in the comedy festival i i always say comedy is hard between october to march because that's when you're writing the new material oh, you're coming so good. <laughs> you're coming off the back of doing your last shows of the tour where the material is working you know bingo bango it's working so well so then suddenly you start doing new material that's not getting laughs mm. and you're like I faked it this is the year that I get caught out and I have to go back to accounting yep. so imposter syndrome it also is another thing <laughs> well, that's you a start big dive back <laughs> <laughs> Jesus that was like one spiral back down to <laughs> but that's the fear that's like going oh I was never meant to be a this comedian this is temporary I, I'm yeah. not yeah this I'm not, not meant real. to be here no one's noticed that I'm actually shit and yep. this is the year that I find out and the problem is sometimes with imposter syndrome the, is that when we things go good we tend to say it was the circumstances and if things go bad we tend to t- absorb it ourselves mm. going I fucked up whereas if something went good it was, oh, it was a good crowd yep. do you know what I mean like that's what those are little tricks of trying to go no no you did well and yeah sometimes if you fuck up yeah but also the crowd were assholes you know yep. giving yourself those moments of just removing yourself so you started seeing a therapist which is great that Amazing. sounds and, yeah. if, and you found benefit in it yeah I mean we're still working on stuff because mm-hmm. I, I think you like you make progress and then you re- revert back to your old Mm-hmm. Well, how bit. often are they? Are you seeing the person? About once a week at the moment. Oh, oh wow, yeah. nice. And how um, long has it been for? Maybe a month and a half. Okay. Oh, so Two you're months. in the honey, honeymoon phase. Super fresh. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. And um, so then what was that moment in 2018 May at the Sydney Comedy Festival that after 10 years of it sneaking up on you mm. that made you want to make that decision? It had been a kind of a little while coming, but I just had decided that I couldn't. Well, I couldn't grow out of any more wardrobes. It would be too expensive. And oh, it was right. like I would literally grow out of like five wardrobes, Sharon's clothes and mine. <laughs> and <then> I, like, <laughs> I have to buy all new ones. Yeah. And then also I was starting to feel really uncomfortable, which I'd right. never really felt properly. But like I'd been like, oh, I should lose weight or I should oh, get fit again or what. You know, there'd be moments where I've been boxing or doing things and um, it would just kind of fall off again. But then... Um, I can't box because my shoulder's bad. Because so. you're fucking punching windshields. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think that comes from? I don't. You don't need a therapy yeah. to tell you that. I just, I've never done like the idea like that ever again. I was by myself. The therapist is behind glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perplex. Perplex. Now, Sharon, <laughs> when you feel the anger, you can punch forward. Um, Shawnee, half Sharon, half Bonnie. <laughs> Shawnee, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shawnee. Um, yeah, but then I think it's because I felt uncomfortable. But I, I, I purposely had cleared my schedule for when I came back. So I wasn't doing any extra... You know, because you can I do got shows. Lost. So that, what do you mean? Clear your uh, schedule after for what? Sydney. After Sydney, understood. like that yeah. was my last big. Because you know, it's a big thing to understood. do a festival. Understood. I was understood. like, I'm not going to do any big things that are going to shift my career forward until I sort out my health. Mm-hmm. Like I'll do the corporates and I'll do the gigs that bring in the money, but I'm not going to prioritize health. For I'm the just going to prioritize health. And I actually cleared my social schedule. I, like right. I just cleared everything for like right, 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 three right, months. Right. What's it like having a social schedule? Jump on my Instagram. It's pretty <laughs> pretty. <laughs> I was looking for having social life. What's, what's that like? Um, it's like going out to dinner with your friends. <laughs> and um, we need to start wrapping up, but there's two things. And the things oh, that I want to really make sure that I, I want to cross off. You got notes. You're our first guest notes. to bring in notes. I, know. Uh, I can uh, give you the. The yeah, give, oh, you give us, give, at the end. No, no, you go. Yeah, uh, I was going to ask you about um, 
there's a book that I was banging on about for months, uh, James Clear's Atomic mm. Habits. And again, uh, you're one of the people that, that list, you know, picked it up and have found it to be quite a game changer for you. Huge, yeah. Yeah. Can you talk about that for a bit? So. Yeah, there's a few things. I mean, there's lots in that book. I think it's the kind of book that you'll read again and again. Yeah. And I underline my books because I want to find the bits that were really useful. Yeah, my Kindle looks really weird now. With all these <laughs> highlights over it. It's just one big yellow. I've started doing that as well. I didn't, I didn't realise that function until recently. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm being silly. Uh, 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 oh, wait, so, can you do that? Yeah, yeah you, can actually, you, can, yeah, you yeah. can actually highlight with the Kindle. Yeah. yeah, it's great. You just hold and drag you your phone. drag it across. I, I didn't just recently dis- discover it. And, <laughs> and also sp- uh, definition. If you tap it, you can get the definition. Oh, yeah. 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 That's pretty exciting. Oh, God, I never thought so, of um, um, yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, that's really helpful. <laughs> so I have like a, I have like I'm very productive. Like I'm, I'm probably hyper. I wouldn't be able to run a company and do famous Sharon without being really good at getting things done. Okay, gotcha. I'm absolutely fascinated by this. What? How, how do you do that? How do you do? How do you do both? Like how do you run a uh, company and then be and because that level of production yeah. is like I just don't know. There's a couple other people in the industry who do do it as well, but I, I just ha- how. Like how can you be that productive? It, I mean, you learn, you get – it's not – it's almost productive to a fault in a way because I'm so good at getting things done. I've only in the last couple of years started to thinking about why I'm doing things and what do I really want to be doing. But um, you don't – so, you know, zero inboxing with your emails. You don't um, read them 18 times. You yep. read it once, you reply, you task, you file, you yep. delete. Whoa, uh, say that again. So you read it once, you yep. just reply. Most people it. read their emails 15 times. Yep. Before they deal with them, so I have to admit I that's been a game changer for me. So yeah, I massive. read the email and it goes to either three things: it goes either to action, I need to read later, or waiting for a reply. Oh, and that's yeah. changed. That's been. A, I have to admit that approach of just having a zero inbox has, and I do it with my messages it's as well. So good. I, I call it digesting your inbox. So rather than like swimming in it, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you actually like get your chat. Ch- yeah. Do you allocate a time to then check your email? Oh, yeah. Like I, well, I mean, so every day I'll write out my schedule for the day. So it'll be right. like, eight, I even put showers and stuff in there sometimes. Yep. And then I'll, you break your day up into 15 minute blocks and it's crazy how quickly it disappears. So emails is an actual task for me. So I'll do emails for an hour, chewing through it, zero inboxing, like actually dealing with it. And then I'll go and do whatever else I need to do for it. And I focus on not just urgent, important, but important, not urgent. Mm-hmm. So important, not urgent will be writing your show in yes. October yes. when it's not till March. Yeah, but it will become urgent and important later. In March. And that's where a lot of <laughs> exercising and, uh, you know, healthy eating kind of falls into that category where it's like, it's not urgent that I go for this run right now, but it is important, is important. or whatever. You yeah. Know, and scheduling that uh, exercise in that level of productivity, because that was for me once I was able to. Focus on trying, you know, having a family. On top of that, takes I can't away. Imagine, like, it takes away all that time. Yeah. Like, it takes so, uh, Thirty so hours much time. a week, apparently, just <laughs> like more <laughs> probably. That, that would be the dream. Uh, no, but that's how much the, kids take up. So. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying, it just feels like so much more. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I find this really fascinating because uh, sometimes I assume that the, the correlation between people who are hyper productive usually that they that there's a period where they either then aren't able to bring fitness into their life or that they then bring that fitness and health as part of their product, productivity. Mm. So when you've got those skills 
to then bring in that health component of your life. Like, is that part of the scheduling now? Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's why I've got like a. I, I, like, so one of the things I realized with Atomic Habits is I've had this goal. I've had this habits board on my wall. Yeah. So I try and you know sleep seven hours, um, drink a bottle of water, blah, blah, meditate blah, or whatever. Meditate, and I like put a little magnet up oh, so yeah. I can track myself. But when I read Atomic Habits, I was like, oh, they're all goals. They're not habits. Like to drink a bottle of water is a goal. That's not a habit. So oh, I'm confused. So about that. a habit is that you just sip constantly at water. That's a habit. Yeah. Drinking water. Right. Whereas the goal is to drink a bottle of water. Right. Uh, okay. um, yep. The goal is to sleep seven hours or have a good night's sleep. But the habit is going to bed without my phone. Right. Do you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's the same kind of result, but you focus on the process. Focus on that. Yeah, it's got to be under two minutes. It's got to be easy, and it's got to have an obvious cue. Oh, say that again. So these are the this is for a successful habit forming, isn't it? So under well, two yeah. minutes. This is, I mean, read the book. Read the book. Read the book. But yeah, under two minutes, right. got to be easy, and got to have an obvious cue. What the obvious, obvious cue, cue? Like. Well, you know, so um, when I wake up, I oh, it's actually good. Like drink a. Sip water as soon as you wake up. Yeah, I do that. It makes me thirsty all day. Like then I drink, I drink heaps of water now mm. without thinking as long as I drink it as soon as I wake up. An uh, easy the access. The obvious cue is I wake up and there's a water bottle next to my bed. Uh, so like, yeah. Ah, yeah. The right. Two minutes and it's easy to do. Easy. Yeah. And, right. and, the, and the example that I've been using, so because oh, of what I'm doing now, I have to increase my, I have to double my water take. But it was that same thing. I was like, I don't want to think about it. I was like, I don't want to have, I don't want to hit the app and go, I've you know done eight liters of water. So instead, I just have a water bottle everywhere. So yes, there's one next to my bed. Totally. There's one on the kitchen bench, and there's one in the car. There's one on my bike. Amazing. So it's just every then you continue. Like yeah, it's not a goal. That's so good. It's just like oh yeah, I'm just sipping away. Yeah. And that's with why with my exercise. Last year, start of last year, one of the tricks that I talked about on this pod was to keep my running shoes and exercise gear at the foot of the yes. bed so that when I roll out, I just wear it. And that's all I have to do for the day, just wear mm-hmm. it. But then once you've already got the gear on, you're like, well, I'm going to go get this coffee. I might as well I might as well do my 10-minute walk now because yeah. I'm already in the gear. So you're minimizing the ex- reasons not to get that shit done. So that's one that's been a big change for you. The, that's been the a big goal. change. Yeah. What else have you there was I keep um, I love oh, following your a bunch of stuff that um identity. So he was just talking about how the big picture is so important because in a way when you're really clear on your big picture, your goal or who you want to be, like even who you are, mm. it's a difference between saying I'm giving up smoking to saying I'm not a smoker. Yes. So if you say I'm not a smoker, you've already decided you're not smoking. Whereas yeah. if you say I'm trying to give up smoking you haven't decided you're not taking that cigarette right I, yeah uh, i don't what's smoke the application that really... of that to sorry oh yeah sorry what's the application of that to something like you know weight like you say oh yeah a, so i I'm not a fat eat, bastard well <laughs> i eat health i eat consciously or something like that is yeah it? oh no you just say i'm a healthy person yeah i, I make right. healthy choices right. yeah that's a good one i i make healthy choices i make healthy choices right and you then know. Just repeating that to, or having that on your wall. Or, yeah, he, oh, it's so he great. uses it as an right. example. Yeah. yeah, so again, like I said to people, like, yeah, go check it out. It is an absolute great book. Such and it's like, you it's know. It's his one year anniversary. He just liked my comment on Instagram. Oh, uh, did you? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's, That's so great. What's on your notes to wrap up? Oh, okay. Let's go um, some quick uh, cliff so notes. Things, uh, you guys said drink espresso before a workout. It's so good. Air fries are amazing. Is that, is that good? Uh, espressos? Before? Yeah. Okay, espresso great. Really, I, I know you don't use your air fryer, though. I don't did you buy any. one? 
Oh, it's an air one. fryer. I don't, I don't I have a cook microwave. without oil. I know, you think the kitchen's where you keep ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's where the ice cream is kept. <laughs> and then the Uber Eats the idea of him. in the one setting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't doubt that he doesn't have appliances that look pretty on his bench. <laughs> I, don't, I, I got a neutral bullet, uh, a um, coffee machine and a soda stream. And, yeah. and, and, and oh, a microwave. Oh, soda streams. That was my other. Yeah, it makes yeah. water so, so much more fun. And also, yeah. uh, this is bad, but I have a cordial now. And you put the soda stream, you, like you get the soda and then you tip the soda into like raspberry cordial you've oh. got ribena yeah, <laughs> ribena syrup is, it's bad it's really it's not healthy um, water as soon as you get up blah 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 yeah. um, oh just that fit people find it hard to work out too oh ah, like, yeah and yeah. that Seinfeld wrote shit jokes I was like ah oh. yeah. so you know how people always talk about he wrote every day you yeah. follow the chain atomic habits yes I was like, ah, oh, he wasn't just nailing out gold. Yeah. He was right. There's a process. Exactly. Out I just material. never thought of that until I read Atomic Habits. Well, it's like reason. I think uh, um, Rick Rubin, who worked with Eminem on a bunch of songs, uh, said the scariest thing about Eminem is we only see 2% of what he's written. Yeah. There's like 98% of notes that no one ever gets to see. So because he was such a crazy writer that what we're left with is just this amazing bit of gold, but there's 98% that he thinks is shit and might be shit. That he's just putting the work in to make sure that the two percent is good. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is then like, no wonder we have imposter syndrome because we're all churning out so much shit. And we only see the but we're we churning out all the girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, oh, when you guys did the Adam Noxie episode, yes. where I was like, you talk about talking about experience. My business mentors said always start a sentence with "in my experience," and it yeah. stops. Uh. It stops me from going. You should. Yeah. Write. Oh wait, do I have any experience in right. this? Right. In and it experience? helps you listen as well. Mm. Yeah. Because then you listen and go, oh yeah, and then you listen and then you stop listening and go, ah. But in my experience, rather than going, nah, you shouldn't do it like this and oh, what do you mean like that? Because sometimes that gets mistaken away for you know, like a lot of people do that. Is, you know, where they play devil's advocate, yeah. like sometimes as well. That you have to then sometimes go stop and go. Actually, no. What I'm going to say now isn't going to help you. But from my experience, yes. My mum's really good at that. And I remember just like, uh, you know, after a while, it's like, I can't, you know, I have to then listen to what you, because then it makes the other person listen as well. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, you're not telling me anymore. You're not, you know, you're just actually saying, oh, okay, in my experience. You're like, oh, okay, well, maybe in my experience. And then you have time to reflect. Mm. That's a great one. And I mean, if my mum had done that, she wouldn't have been able to say anything. (laughs) Yeah. In her experience, she stopped eating a second dessert when she was 11 and that's it. That's all she's got. Yeah. But actually, you have to find other ways. Anyway, um, I love you, mum. You're so amazing. (laughs) Thanks, Um, mum. And then Sophie Hagen said she had a really interesting thing where she was like, oh, you're concerned for my health. That's why you're telling me. Are you, do you also like take alcohol off people that are drinking too much? Do you also cover people up who are sunbaking? Right. Are you that concerned for everyone's health? Right. I just thought, oh, that's so interesting that people yeah. are so concerned with fat people's health, yeah. but not so I love the that rest the of the world. Go to the beach and go, it's okay, I got you, buddy. And just putting a towel over someone's head. Oh, another day done at the beach. Okay. Oh, and then I, think I used to think that you exercise for the body. Mm. And you I ate love this. For I think I even I even shared this once so what again. Is it? again. What is Sorry. it? I used to think that um, that I exercised for my body and I ate for emotions, but now I exercise for my mind and I eat for my body. Like right. I feel, you know, yeah, yeah, feel, feel, yeah. like you, oh. you think exercising is for your body, but actually it's for your mind. Uh, that, yeah, the one I sort of thought you were going to say is oh, the yeah, one sorry. you posted, which was about saying 
exercise shouldn't be a punish a punishment oh, yes. for what you ate, yeah. but it should be a celebration of what your body can do. Totally. And I really like that. Yeah. Really Say that again. Say that again. Exercise shouldn't be a punishment for what you ate. It should be a celebration of what your body can do. Oh, God, these are great. I know. Fucking follow Bonnie. What's, it, what's, what's, your, what's your Instagram account? Um, uh, my personal one is at Bonnie is Bonnie, B-O-N-N-I-E. It's Bonnie. Is yep. Bonnie, right. B-O-N-N-I-E. And then Famous Sharon is Famous Sharon with two R's. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, oh, and the like, last thing I'll say is no one tells you you have to prep for meal prep. Like you have to research recipes, buy extra containers, get a freezer. My you actually have life. to think about it. Yeah. Because I always used to try and meal prep, but I'd never prepared to meal prep. Does that make yeah. sense? Well, usually the people on Uber Eats have already prepped it for me. So. It just kills me. Because I'm, I'm at like, you know, like the preparation even then before coming here this morning is breakfast, lunch and dinner have all been prepared. Wow. They are all worked out. We know exactly what we're eating, how we're eating, how much protein. Like, And it's really exciting. That's amazing. I, I'm learning so much more about food and the kids are learning so much more about food. But again, prepping for the prep. Like you are there. Like my shopping lists have never been so detailed in my life. <laughs> it's just like, so, no, this is great. And, awesome. So Bonnie is Bonnie on Instagram and Famous Sharon with two R's. Yes. Uh, and have you got any festival stuff that you want to plug? No, uh, I have nothing. No, I'm just people oh, going to see. Joy. Mm. The joy. Not even Pert's Fringe? No, I'm doing no, no, because we're taking Sharon to Hollywood. Oh, how So that's exciting. the goal. Uh, yeah, if nice. I can get over my, you know, I'm breaking her apart right now. I'm rebuilding yes. the foundations of Sharon and questioning all of my life decisions. <laughs> 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 like, why? Wow. So you're taking her over there? Well, yeah, we're working with LA writers, WA writers, and I'm here in Melbourne working for a week on her and then um, just like getting them to interrogate and question, you know, who she, she's not strong enough yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'm going to try and go to LA next year and just start building up connections. And then Ellen's couch is the real goal. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you don't believe it won't happen, so I'm just going to Yeah, go totally. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that's so exciting. I'm glad you even put it out there so that when, uh, when yeah, it does happen. Yeah, if anyone happens, knows Ellen. <laughs> Oh, when it yeah. does happen, we can go, hey, remember that episode when she talked about wanting to do that? And there she fucking No, is. it's true. Yeah. But you're always, you, you forget in this industry how many, like I know somebody who works as a producer on Alan. Yeah. Like it's that thing where it's like, you know, you always know someone who knows someone. Yeah. And with her, it's just that thing where you have to get in front of her radio. I think I'll just take Sharon on every other breakfast show in America and ask if they yeah. know Ellen. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. Oh, no, you know, there'll, there'll be a way. Like, or, or it's is a they, long or, game. Uh, yeah, but it. then, you know, you're on Seattle morning television right yeah. and you do something absolutely outrageous and it gets viral and yeah. then alan sees it and then you're on that couch like yeah. someone's trying to explain to me with with her it's it's, it's the couch you want to be on like it's the and, but to get to that couch you're sitting on a couple of shitty ones along the way <laughs> like you're just like, like darting inflat- around the country inflatable ones that go <laughs> <circle laughs> off mid-show yeah. <laughs> Ben, uh, you and I are Ben Lomas Comic and Daruk J or Fitbit Pod. Yes. Thank you to all the listeners for uh, your positivity. Uh, but also, uh, Bonnie, thank you for being such an advocate for this podcast. Oh, and yeah, totally. I speak on behalf of all the listeners. You guys are amazing. Oh, mate, thank it's you so, so much. Nice. We love it. We love our listeners. Uh, and congratulations on everything you've achieved so far with your health and, uh, and mental health as well. It sounds like you're on the right trajectory, for yes. lack of a better word. And, um, yeah, it's nice to know that all these accidents are leading to something <laughs> quite positive. And punching a window is not an accident. <laughs> that is very difficult. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you so much, mate. All the best with everything. See you soon. Bye. See you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.